now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Okay, I've got to push this button because I can't seem to throw back these covers and get out of bed, which means we're going to operate on low battery level and it's going to sound way airy because I don't have the headset because I, I want to go down the hall, but then I know when I want to go, when I go down the hall, I want to be fully dressed and that means getting out of bed and getting fully dressed. And then by the time we do this, you know, that means holding all these thoughts in my head. Let me swipe over. Uh, I was just on a friend's uh, timeline because, again, I'm sitting here, like, avoiding the three things I want to do before the one thing I... No, the three things I need to do before the one thing I want to do. So, I was scrolling, procrastinating. Like, mm. Okay, so I just write to a friend's timeline, and, she, and it says that today is National Depression Screening Day. All right, and it's, and she's got a... Um, uh-oh, wait, let me... Dang, on it, did I lose it? I think I just lost it, y'all. Oh, I... Hold on. Oh, wait. Can you hear that? Okay, I hope I hope you guys heard that. If not, you just got dead air. But I was playing something on my phone um, as I was trying to scroll. To get back to, okay, I found her profile. I want a friend's profile, and she shared a lot uh, in, in just 12 minutes, okay? But um, on her profile, it says that today is National Depression Screening Day. And I said, well, you know what? I need to go ahead and I need to go ahead and uh, and, and do the thing here, do the podcast. I'm Yolanda at Dryer Buzz. As you can see, sense of urgency a little bit to go ahead and get this started. It says depression, major depressive disorder or Clinical depression is a common but but serious wait a minute, serious mood order. Y'all, this is like fine print. I'm trying to read. Okay, it's all in our Instagram. Um, it's it causes severe symptoms that affect how you feel, think, and handle daily activities such as sleeping, eating, or working. To be diagnosed with depression, the symptoms must be present for at least two weeks. Uh, it says, here's how you can observe National Depression Screening Day. Learn something new. For those suffering symptoms, use National Depression Screening Day as a chance to learn how to manage them. For those who do not suffer from depression, learn how to help someone else, okay? Uh, here's how you can, number two, learn something new. She posted that one. Number three, okay. Contribute to the fight whether or not you suffer from depression. Use this day to fight back. Learn about volunteer opportunities. You know, I talk about how important volunteer opportunities are. Or just write a Facebook post about about the battle against depression and let others know you understand. See, that's why I said, let me push this button and go ahead. And the dog is over there like, oh, okay, I got to get up because she's going to podcast in here. So let me get up and stress. <laughs> That's my dog, y'all. All right, so I'm going to sit this down. So, okay, it's, it, that's three and a half minutes of your time right there. Um, when I saw her post, it, it hit me like, wait, you're you're trying not to podcast because I wanted to get up in the shower and to get dressed because when I go down the hall, I have got my to-do list today on a Thursday. I'm recording this on a Thursday. I had already decided I was going to make a text Thursday. I'm going to work on the website. In fact, I did my inventory yesterday 
Uh, in fact, I post, I canceled all activities yesterday. We didn't do a broadcast because um, we didn't want to go before the, there's, even though there's a lot to talk about, we were like, mm, let's wait till after the debate. In fact, I just need a day. And I kept trying to say, I kept trying to like, okay, that's coming up with excuses. You need a day, you need a day. Because I had a lot, I had a lot on my plate and I'm like, I need to take care of other things. Just like this right here. Like, I want to do so much today. But look how much I've gotten done. Nothing. None of it. Right? I was holding off the podcast because I was holding off the shower because I was holding off having to get dressed because I'm, I know that the minute I leave this room, it'll be 8 o'clock tonight before I head back towards this bed. Right? And so I was like, well, I want to listen. Doing too much. Doing too much. And those are the things that make us overwhelmed. Those are the things that make us feel like just taking a few minutes is absolute failure. You know, that's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I'm checking to see if I have something to something to drink here. I have some blackberry lemonade. So, um, you know, these are my first thoughts of the morning. They're unscripted. This is the frog in my throat. I need to I need to drink something. So I may take a sip here or there. So Look at how my to-do list is going, but I wasn't getting anything done. I said, oh, well, I'll hang out for a minute. I'll watch the news. I'll scroll a little bit. That's procrastination because how to get out of bed is the first thing I do. It's the first thing of me letting my thoughts out. It's the first time me speaking of the day. It's the first time of me um, put, make, setting the priority. It's the priority that I process, and I process out loud. I process openly, honestly, and truthfully. And I'm like, one. the thing that I have said to myself the most over the last two days, 24 hours, hasn't been truthful. And I had to be truthful. Like, I was getting ready. I had to cancel a couple things yesterday. And I'm like, oh, I should say this. I should say that. I'm like, no. What's, what's up with the truth? You just need a day. You need a day. I needed a day. And then I'm like, but what I need, do I need to go? No, you know, it's that, that part's not up for discussion. I'm learning, I'm learning how to say that, y'all. Wait, well, that's not up for discussion. We've got to learn how to do that because we spend, and, and, and you figure out the we, okay? I'm just, I like to say we, okay? But you figure it out. If it's you, if it's not you, then it's us, okay? It's, it's, it's them, all right? We are them. You figure it out. I like to say we. Um, but we spend a lot of time justifying ish that don't have to be justified. Right, things that really shouldn't be up for discussion, and it's those things that make things that are absolute normal feel like failure, feel like it's a failure. Like, like I needed a day. Well, I'm in, I'm in a couple collaborations where people take days all the time. I remember in, in the workplace. How many times you've been in a workplace and you show up regardless? You show up regardless, and then you, and then when you get there, you find out somebody snuck off to play golf. Somebody's off just because they got other priorities, and 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 people oftentimes, and they notice I didn't say we on this one. People oftentimes get mad and angry, and when you hear their gripe, it's like, but you could have empowered yourself just as much. You could have. You might not wanted to play golf, but you could have stayed. You could have take took some time because you got just as much time as anybody else. You could have made something else the priority as well. But your priority was the thing that nobody else is valuing at that time, and that's okay. Because guess what? It's not up for discussion. Those are your values. These are mine. That's theirs. 
hey, and guess what? The sun still came up. It's still going around. But then we get to this point where we get uh, uh, so upset and so mad. And, and particularly the reason why we can all talk about it is because it plays out in our social media where we live in public and you can see. You can see people and all their gripes, right? And that's the first thing you see each day are the gripes. You don't see the um, hellos and like the first thing I try to look at, I love when I open my Facebook in the morning and the memory section is there. I saw a flyer the other day for a festival and I was like, man, and it sounded familiar, but I'm like, man, that seems awesome. How? And it was, they're going to do it in a virtual way. And I'm like, how are they going to do it in a virtual way? So then today in my memories, because today is the day that, that it ha- actually happened, I went four years ago. Now, keep in mind, I don't remember a lot for what I did four years ago. I'm still trying. That's why I go into my memory. So because I've been through a lot in the last four years that, you know, I had to stop a lot of things and put a lot of things to the side. I'm like, whoa, I've been to this thing. And I'm I'm scrolling. I'm like hoping I've got some video. Um, and I'm trying to remember, and I'm there in the venue, and, and the, everything comes up, and I'm looking at it like it's the first time. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I was invited to um, to blog about this. It was something that was part of the National Black Arts Festival. And there's a lot of inconsistency uh, of the past couple of years of the National Black Arts Festival. And one of the reasons I was blogging, invited to blog about this one is because they were using some they were trying out some different PR, and uh, and so it was there. And I just remember the venue that this was at, and the stage was just filled with so many, so much amazing things. Um, and it was just, and so now I'm gonna go back and see because they're gonna do that some kind of way in a virtual. And you know what? Let me tell you. In fact, I have my my email, my inbox, my timeline is filled with virtual things. In fact, I was having a discussion. I got in on a discussion over on Twitter. There was a um, post about theater. One of the ways in which to go ahead and bring theater back is to think of the virtual audience. Well, let me tell you, honey, nobody more than theater goers have been asking for some virtuality in, in theater. Like, because let me tell you, and I'm a, I was a retired, I'm, I am a retired theater blogger. That's one of, when I was doing Dryer Buzz, that's one of the things I made a priority, um, because it's something I loved and, and I love, I love history. I love history. And one of the ways to immerse yourself into history it's theater. It's live when it's live on stage because one of the things that that hopefully is still ringing true and still staying true is the scripts, uh, art and the arts of theater and comedy. Right, theater and comedy uh, is still giving you the real. Everything else, you know, is being being changed to to appease you know a toxic society. One of the things about theater is. There's still there is largely some toxicity in the audience. Okay, no matter how much you diverse the stage, no matter how I don't care, it it could be an all black audience, and you're still gonna run into some stuff in in the audiences. And it's not something I and I won't say that I didn't write about it because I did. <laughs> um, and also here in I'm in Atlanta. I'm outside Atlanta and there is there's Emory University and so at Emory University um uh, one of the production houses one of the theater houses um would always have these talks prior to a production 
And even at the production, I remember even saying this at the production, you know, everywhere I went, I was live, okay? Even at the production, I'm sitting there, and there's a Jewish man sitting next to me. And the, the audience at this production, because we're all going to go, because I was a blogger, I was always invited the night of the season ticket holders and, you know, those who, you know, who literally have built theater, the stages, the 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 theaters, the actual theaters themselves, you know, you know, the families, the endowments and all that kind of stuff. Right. So that's where the toxicity was in this level of audience. It got to the point where I was like, I'm not going to open a night no more. I'm just not. And then it got to the point where, okay, I'm not going to Sunday matinee no more. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to Friday night. I'm like, damn, you know, I got to figure out when, because one of the worst experiences I had was uh, arriving right before curtain. Uh, and I'm, I'm a, let me tell you, I am an on-time person. In fact, I'm an early person because I, I like to get there early. I like to watch as people come because I like to embrace myself in the full experience of it. I'm I'm that person. I'm I'm not running out when the show's over. I'm gonna stay there. I like to look sit and look at the stage and because there's a lot of work. Everybody, I I love when I say I love theater. I love every essence of it. I like to appreciate every bit of work that goes into it, not just my favorite theater crushes, not just the playwrights, not just, you know, and I had a chance to experience theater probably not in a way that anybody <laughs> ever thought. I had a chance to, let me tell you, I was given a tour of a theater, of a, of a, of a, of a theater one time while there was a show. We literally almost walked on stage. We were backstage. She was taking me on a tour showing me how something works. And lo and behold, all of a sudden, we could hear the actors. And we were like, she was like, oh, no, let's turn around. Literally about to walk out of stage. They were doing a, a, a school performance. And she was like, wait, are they on stage? I'm like, oh, that sounds like the show, because I had just seen the show. And she was like, turn around, turn around, turn around. But it's, it's funny, because we were going like, through the un- under, and we were like so deep in this theater. It was, it was amazing. But that's the kind of because of because like I said, I was a theater blogger. It's like when you're sitting in that audience, we want you to know. And there were several of them that did this. When you're sitting in that audience, we want you to know all that's going on. Here's why we say do this and don't do this and come, you know, here and this, that, and the other and appreciate it. So I got to see the people who make the costumes. I had to go in and see what their, their workspace is. Because one of the things when you are a blogger, now influencers, that's this, and it's different. I don't even like to say influencer, but when you, because mine was more or less telling the true and honest story, right? And so when I went on this tour, um, because they given they actually given us uh, some tickets to bring out our, our readers to this one. And so we were, um, Here's here's I actually during a during a production I got to like sit backstage and just kind of watch everybody running around and people waiting for their parts and you know you if you ever wonder like what do they do in between scenes like one of the things that uh, I love is that people in in getting a chance to see Hamilton people are watching and watching and watching they're watching for the for you know their their first eyes on it then they're going back and they're watching what's happening stage left stage right downstage, upstage, whatever, all those things. They're watching what's going on in the background. And I love that so many people posted like, hey, did y'all see this going on over in the corner? Like there was one time that um, 
that uh, Leslie had to run off stage. And everybody was like, wait, what's going on in that corner? And so people are actually zooming in. And it's funny because either he was out there without something and uh, and, and, and the guy that played Lafayette, and, mm, his name's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, y'all. It literally is on the tip of my tongue. David. Da- David, I think his name. And David, actually, you he has the... he. And you don't know that because you don't know because you, you only have this film. He hands him something and he literally kind of ducks into the dark corner and then he comes back out and they're both... Now, uh, now mind you, the stage is full. The, the show is going on. But somebody notices the thing, all the nuances in the background. And he and, and, and Lafayette, okay, so you got... Alan Burr and Lafayette, you know, and you know, nobody really liked the Alan Burr uh, character, but they're in the corner over there, like dying, laughing, and then bam, just like that, they're back in the character. So it was a, it was a save, obviously some type of save moment going on. I don't know, maybe, if, maybe his pants were coming down or something, but he has them something and he does some adjustments and then... They laugh, and then boom, they're right back into it. That's the kind of thing. Like one of the things, like I love shows where, where, where there's no. I know there's microphones, but when you're sitting in the audience, the difference between mic shows and unmic shows, and I'm, I'm choking here, y'all. The difference between mic shows and unmic shows is when the shows are mic'd in the theater, it's hard to. It's, even though you hear them clearer and, you know, you got the whole surround sound. Surround sound, it's hard to follow on stage who's talking. Whereas when they are unmiked and just and you're in the perfect setting where the project, projections are clear enough, you then get to follow with your eyes and you get to follow. And that's why theater has the over-animated, you know, it, it's over-animated uh, um, acting because... You, those things are used to draw you into the person whom, who is speaking at this time or or whatever, you know, anyway. And that's why you notice them when they transition from stage to television because there's something that, you know, comes along with that. But that's why I love it. So, got into that story. But now, um, as, as in this pandemic and as we even, even if they give us like an all clear, I think this is, we are, we are generations of people that's never going to forget this. We are just, just like the generation of the great depression and generations of world war one, world war two and, and uh, Korean war, all of these people that are carrying these things of their generation into into their lives. It's going to be lifelong. People who have extreme fear or anxieties or depression now are always going to carry that because of how their life may have, their lives may have come to an abrupt stop or an end here or there or an exacting change doing this, that, and the other. You know, right now, I mean, when you think about it, I, I've been, I've, even though I had an extra strategy and I had a plan of doing diff- something different in 2020, this ain't it, <laughs> you know, this ain't it, this is full on 200% having to adjust to something simply because the age that I am, the health issues I'm trying not to have, the risk of life, you know, that's going, that's going on out there, and then you, you, you're, you're 
taking all kind of precaution. And yesterday I was I was listening to a radio show, and I gotta remember to turn my radio. I bought a little clock radio because I don't like listening to the apps, and I, I'm, I realized I've been missing a lot when you when I question like where's my intellect going because I'm not in the car all day and I'm not listening to talk radio, which is where I would normally do in the car. And uh, and so and I didn't have. When we downsized, I didn't put the the little radio thing. We had a radio in the kitchen, and I didn't don't have one there now. Of course, I had a, I had a television in this kitchen, and I took the TV out. Um, and because now, because I rearranged the living room, and I could look across to that television. Um, and so I'm like, but I but I realize now, it's mostly quiet. Oh, that's the song. Anybody that loves the whiz, there is a place we'll go where there is mostly quiet. Flowers and butterflies. Okay, anyway, I won't go down that story lane. So, this ain't it. And so, they're something that I'm always going to remember. People are going to always say, remember the pandemic or remember 2020, you know. I mean, even before the pandemic, 2020 was all, 2020 was already hitting, hitting. <laughs> okay, 2020 was already hitting, hitting, hitting. And, uh, and then, then this was just one, uh, one of those additional things. And so here we are. Uh, so you're having to, it being national depression awareness day. Um, I, this is, this is my thing. And I was talking about, oh, the toxicity in the audiences. One of the things that I, that I noticed is over the past decade, We've been we've been getting here. We've been on our way here, and we were just kind of rushing it. And I and I, I I keep wondering if it had not been for COVID, if it had not been for the pandemic, if it had not been for the failed presidency, and us being so comfortable in where we were, what uh, what kind of advances would we have made? Um, because what's going to come out of this, just as out of the Great Depression. There were so many advances that were made. It was like, hey, listen, we got to work together. Oh, here we are now. We got to work together. And guess what? We don't have to work together. We don't. I When I saw that post where theater, in order for it to come back, will have to consider that virtual audience, I was like, oh, my God. That means never dealing with the toxicity, the toxicity of sitting in a theater audience again. I'm going to opt for that. Think about it. Think about all the people that saw Hamilton film on, 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 what was it? It wasn't, uh, what? Disney. It was on Disney. I was about to say Netflix. It was on a streaming service because even, because the show, regardless of where it's playing, is sold out. It's expensive as hell, but it's sold out. So it was only a lot, only so many people could see it. I don't care how many productions they did. I was waiting. I'm like, I'm going to wait for the high school level. Because I actually saw a, a, a snippet of a school performance. They did a, uh, I don't know when they, if they did the whole thing or what, but they did a um, part of it because they had a chance to have one of the, the actress that, the actress in the film that played uh, Angelica. I actually got a chance to see her perform with a um a school here in Atlanta um uh, during one of their glorified PTA meetings where Oprah was at and uh the Ron Clark Academy and they they one of the best schools schools in the 
world. Um, and so they had, um, they did a, they did a couple of acts. They did an act or two, um, and they got a chance to perform with her and it was absolutely awesome and amazing. I don't, and I don't know if they did, I I can't imagine, I don't think anybody has done a whole, I don't think you can go off Broadway and really see, besides the touring company, uh, and see, I don't think anybody's licensed this thing to do it at any level yet because I would be there, but, um. But we got a chance to see that. But again, one thing that we will say about this pandemic is a lot of a lot of us got a chance to come out of those environments. And so when we think about today being National Depression Day, when we think about how I have to come on each day and talk about how to get out of bed, I'm able I'm having better days getting out of bed because I don't have to go into toxic environments. I don't have to work myself to death. I don't have to worry about this. There's like like in the pandemic, there's far less worry now than there was just literally a couple of days. When I tell y'all before the pandemic hit, the immense stress that I was like going through and and in the situations like, oh, this situation's gotta stop because it can't survive and it, it it can't keep going. So had to had to like make some adjustments, like, okay, we'll just chill for a minute. What do you mean chill for a minute? Where they do that? Remember that thing you always you've always wanted to try? Try that. I I got this. Okay, th- let me do this, you do that. Try this, try that, all that stuff you ever wanted to try, all that stuff and you said if you ever had enough time, then you got enough time to do that. Look at the things that did not survive, but also look at the things that did survive. So if theater is going to come back at 2530 into this, if theater is going to come back and we're going to have the opportunity to not to have to sit in those audiences because what we have learned more than anything, particularly in this political climate, is that we have not been good to each other. We have not been good to each other. We have not been good for each other. We have not been good to ourselves. We have not been the best for ourselves. We have been making some decisions. I said the other day, I'm like, I'm running around here vacuuming and making beds. I'm like, who did this before? <laughs> who was doing Who was doing all this vacuuming, making beds and cleaning and cooking? Who was doing all that? Now, mind you, our matriarch was. We lost our matriarch some four years ago and been trying to figure out, trying to divvy up all of that responsibility. Like, who does that? You know, who's a good prayer warrior? Somebody take that on. Who's who's keeping up with this? Who's keeping up with that? Somebody. We all had to divvy it up. But one person couldn't take it all on. You ever notice that? You ever notice that when one person stopped doing something, a lot of times the first thing you had two people got to do it? Because people, when they love something or some people or someone, they do it. You don't, you always hear people say, I never knew my own strength. I did a thing and I did some things in caregiving. Like I never thought I would get to that point. But when you get to that point, when you get to that point, you start, you begin to see what you can handle. There's a lot at that point right now, or if not, the apocalypse, the retail apocalypse, the theater, Broadway. You never thought the lights would be out this long on Broadway. You never thought stages would be this empty. There is um, there is a guy on, uh, and I'm pretty sure he's on a number of platforms. I won't just shout out TikTok, but I saw him on TikTok because these other platforms keep you from seeing everybody. But I saw this guy on TikTok. He is going around, and uh, and I haven't seen a post. I got to go and find it. But he's going around to all these different stages and in these theaters, and he's going in and he's taking, he's photographing them. And, um, 
And and he's doing all kind of unique things with the lighting, the empty stages, the empty audiences. Because you think about the minute you stop using something, it starts to break down. So there's there there like say for if you ever notice when um a something goes out of business, it's like then the grass is not cut. That it's not you know that the. the the touch up the paint, they're not touching up the paint. And how fast it, it starts to look worn and tethered and torn and, and all those kinds of things. You know, look when you think about the human body, you know, when you can't activate different muscles, how fast it, you start to break down. You know, think about your anxiety and your depression. You can't get out of bed and finally you get out of bed and like, wait, what's up with my legs? What's up with my back, right? The very minute you stop using a thing, it starts to break down. And so all of these all of these buildings and we live in Atlanta and there's a live stage pretty much just on every other corner. Uh Atlanta and this is the hard part about our city is that we had so much live entertainment. So much live entertainment. I love that uh, well there was one I was already watching them online. I don't think I have I think I've been to their spot maybe once. But I'm on every live stream. They've always had a had a stream going because it was good music, and that was uh, this place called Cafe Two Ninety. And so now it's nothing to see their cameras on because they've always had their cameras on, and they had their they had their regular audience and they had their virtual audience, right? Um, but it's the ones that are trying to rush to a virtual audience and not understanding what that audience dictates. We did we did a video, y'all, like some seven years ago, maybe twelve at this point. Um, of of how to what a, what a digital customer and a digital audience is looking for and it's neat and needs from you. Um, movie theaters, you know, man, they thought they were gonna open. They opened for a couple of weeks and they've shut down again. Some of them have opened. I noticed I got a request for my membership. I had one of the movie passes and I'm like, wait, where'd that come from? I didn't even realize they were open. And I'm like, I don't know that I'm ready to go. And I really want to go to the movies, but then they're saying that they, that they, they really can't protect you. You know, you got to come in damn near in a hazmat suit in order to, you know, and, and how long we always said we, we pay, you know, pay to watch it at home. I hadn't bought one of those movies yet. I'm like, but see, the thing about it is it's a hard sell because they don't know how to sell it. You know, it's a, do you want to watch it now or do you want to watch it later? And some of the things, do I want to watch it now? You got to, you got to remember in everything that we're at the 30, if anybody needs to stop, um, in everything you, it's not the movie. You're not selling me on the influence. Do I really need to be in the click that's watching it now at that price? When I was a blogger or when I was an influencer, yeah, I want to be wanted to be first at everything, but now I'm like, I mean, well, because now you want to be part of the larger conversation. When is the larger conversation? Is it now or is it later? The larger come. One of the reasons I I stopped going to opening night because in going to opening night was okay. Well, that that's that was an elite crowd. They they tell them they don't want other people to have the experience because when you go on opening night, it's a, going to the theater on opening night. It's entirely different than than all the other shows. One, there's a bunch of chefs. There's great food. There's a great bar, open bar. You know, on the other nights is a cash bar. You know, all the celebrities are there, and and it's it's a real it's a real experience. But I was like, well, it was also somewhat toxic. You know, and, and, and I'm like, mm. and for the most part, 
not all of them, not all of them. It depends on the theater house. It depends on the production. It depends, you know, it depends on some things. Um, but at the same time, there were there were some nights. It some some of the theaters, some of the um, theater houses decided we want to have an experience every night. We want to have an experience for every audience. Those are the ones I ended up going to the the most. Um, those who who wanted to get beyond. The elitist, elitist audience, because you know, I, and and then too, it's like I found that when I would talk about it, having gone on those nights, everybody else like don't know what you're talking about. So I would say, well, you know what, I'm waiting a while. Like even going to movie premieres, uh, in the last couple of years before I stopped blogging, um, I used to, you know, was at all the movie premieres. Well, you go to the movie when the movie premiere, the movie's not coming out for, or you you go, they would have these private functions where you get to go and watch the movie. And you can't talk about it for weeks. And I'm like, huh? I'm going to be on to something else. I'll wait. You know, I'll wait. I don't need to go. I don't need to go in there. I, I'm going to go open it. I'm going to go early in the day, open it. And then I can have my discussions when I want to have my discussions. Because everything would be embargoed. And, I, and that's one of the things. I was like, oh, I don't need to do that. Don't need to do that. But the thing about it is, if I, if I, can, if I can just wrap this up, is now what we're finding on national... Depression Awareness Day is you need to look for more ways to get away from those things that are toxic. Um, and as I was, as I tweeted earlier, and as I was thinking about over the last decade, the success of a thing, the success of a lot of things, have been found in. I'm trying to push. I don't. I don't have the word for it. I'm gonna give you an example. Let's talk about let, like Uber for once. Uber car ride share. We can say ride share now because there's so many of them. But I wanted to say Uber so you understand. Came about simply because there were so many discriminatory practices in just giving a segment of people a ride, the taxi cabs, right? Um, there were a number of people because there was so much toxicity and I'm using that word versus racism. There was so much, so many, so much of a top, it was so much of a toxic environment. Now, a lot of that toxicity came over into rideshare, and I can tell you that some of those stories and I will, and I have, uh, a lot of that came over, but it was created because simply because there was a need to get a segment of people out of that audience. Okay from being discriminated upon. And it ended up becoming a very lucrative thing. I think theater is going to experience that same thing. The audience was was toxic. Even though the stage was amazingly beautiful, there was some toxicity in that. The same thing with employment, well, the same thing with everything. Politics, uh, everything that has an audience, because what we have found in this pandemic, is we have found more so than anything what people have been dealing with. If you look at the whole Black Lives Matter, please never say BLM. I always say Black Lives Matter because BLM has been co-opted into the lies and the brainwashing of a people, okay? And these people, I listened to a show yesterday, realize and recognize that they have been brainwashed, but they have just, they've decided they're going to be complicit with it because it created systems to their benefit, even though they don't benefit, okay? I'm just saying. Um, so 
we're here now. Um, that was one industry. There, there was. I'm trying to think of um, food, food delivery. Um, you know, going into think about think about the history of restaurants, the history of the history of audiences. Period. The history of audiences. Period has been toxic. And now the reason you're going to enjoy success, like say for instance. I love baseball. We got a brand new baseball stadium. But the history of recreation in America has been toxic. I hated going to the baseball game because there were so many intoxicated people that just made the experience. You had to be on guard. And no, and, and, and whereas there might not have been reported incidents and, and day, no data for this, that, and the other... If you ask people, when you go and participate in certain things, are you on guard? Look at where we are right now. Look at who's, who's, look at politics. Look at, just look at where we are right now in the workplace. Recreation, look at the history of recreation in America. NASCAR is still trying to get black folk to feel like they can come to this thing. They, they talk, but like y'all still talking about your one black driver, your possible one black owner. It's like, forget NASCAR. Okay. Like done with it. They have been trying. Mind you, I said, I spent 20 years blogging. They have been trying to get some influences up in that place. I can't tell you how many times I've been invited by this, that, or the other. In all levels, and mind you, when I am invited, I mean I am invited behind the veil to see how all of it works. He, I, I, all kinds of opportunity, and that's the one thing I have always and forever said no to. No, I'm not. Help, I'm not even here to help you break down that wall. In fact, I hope all. The, I hope that remains a, only an event for races because we love when the racing season come and they are all gone away for the weekend. We love watching the motorhomes pull out of the neighborhoods because they are all gone for the weekend. Please, y'all, keep that sport to yourself. Ain't nothing better when they are all gone to the races, okay? I'm just saying. <laughs> because everybody is on guard, on guard, on guard. That's what we, that's, we're on guard because it's just, it's just toxic. And and one of the reasons ain't nobody rushing this thing, rushing us to get back to normal, because normal was toxic. We want we want a new normal. We don't even want normal. We want new, just absolutely new. Yes, I want to be able. And I have I downloaded this Broadway app, and uh, I don't like the shows that's currently on there. I, I have to keep checking it every now and again, and I, I subscribe to it. But I'm just saying. I keep saying it. I'm just saying the reason people aren't rushing back to the movie theaters because um, it was toxic. Reason people aren't missing the award shows. It was toxic. And by toxic, I mean racist. It was unequal. It was discriminatory. The reason people aren't rushing back to restaurants because they 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 don't they got they're tired of having this trying to sit and enjoy a meal and be on guard. Everybody, I, like go, the reason people aren't rushing back to the grocery store. Tired of being on guard. Just tired. We're tired of being on guard. And now you're able to craft the experience that you want. See, in the audience of good company, audience of 
good company. That's where we are. The audience of good company. Ooh, honey, I love it. Being the audience of good company. Don't have to be. Don't have to be on guard in the audience of good company. Thirty nine into this, I got to get ready to wrap it up. At least I got this done. If I if I if I procrastinate on the rest of my to do list, but now I now I I just think I just needed to reorder this thing. I think I needed to do this now. I don't have to hold on to the thoughts that I want to talk about. This I can go have me a nice hot shower. And when I have a nice hot shower, y'all, when I tell y'all, I cannot decide what soap I want to use today. I cannot decide. I use, let me tell you, I use, I've been using the mocha harvest. The mocha harvest is the pumpkin soap and it's a chocolate pumpkin. Okay, chocolate, mocha pumpkin, baby. Mocha pumpkin harvest. Man, and actually, actually, you know what I'm going to try today? I'm going to try the oatmeal, the holiday honey and oats. I'm going to try holiday honey and oats uh, today. I think I'm going to try holiday. Uh, y'all, that's what I'm saying. I can't just, I know if I can't decide, I know you can't decide. But I need you to decide because at, starting at midnight tonight, today being Thursday, Friday, we are twenty just less than twenty four hours until our uh, Friday sale. I get to go. I have to go in here and I have to pick five different five new soaps, y'all. Five entirely new soaps. I want to put five soaps on the five dollar Friday sale that have not been on the five dollar Friday sale. I'm gonna do all new soaps because usually we have you know three have pretty much been rotating and then we try to add a couple more. Tomorrow I want to have five new soaps. So I have been all this week test all this month. I've been testing them out as they as they come off the curing rack. I'm testing them out. The mocha harvest right there. That holiday holiday mocha scent. The holiday scent is one of my favorites, and, and I know it's one of yours uh, already. We just put it in your soap. Um, let me see. Also, which one? Okay, I, I'm torn between. Now, the turmeric and ginger, I normally shower with the turmeric and ginger, and the turmeric and ginger that I have now is one of the best. It's We're on batch number four of that, uh, and it has evolved throughout each batch, I'm telling you, and I can't wait to start using the new batch. Um, what else? What else? There's another one on there. I'm torn between, I want to try the holiday, the holiday honey and oats because I want to feel the exfoliation. So I want to let you know what that feels like. Um, I, I, I done the coffee one. Oh my God. That coffee, caramel coffee is amazing. We made that a full bar. Remember we did it as a sample bar. So some of you got a sample bar of that in your order, uh, in your last orders. Um, so we made it and, and the feedback was awesome. So we made it a full bar. Uh, what is, I just made, I just re, restocking. This is going to be a week of restocking before we get off into making our holiday, our, our Christmas soaps. Um, but the, oh, I made the, um, I made an unscented activated charcoal. We're going to also have, we're going to have, that's one now. Now we're at a point of, of doubling the batches that we're making because they're selling out just that fast. And this one, I'm, I'm afraid to even, I, I didn't even make it available yet. It's on there. I have not put the quantity there because I know the minute I make it available, people are going to reserve the bars. And I want to have, I want to have more. So I'm going to be doing more of that this weekend. Uh, and that's going to be a standard, but I want to give it to you in a scented and an unscented. So I'm knocking out the unscented one now because uh, I know you tell me why you're using it. And some of you have sensibilities. So we'll have that as a unscented. Um, so I got I can't choose the perfection. I love the lather on the perfection. Oh my god, that came out so so great. Um, what's another one I want to try? The blueberry. Um, but I'm gonna try the holiday honey. The holiday honey oats because like the mocha, it has the holiday scent. But I also want to feel the honey and the um 
oats on my skin. So I'm going to try that one today. I'll talk about it tomorrow, and it'll be featured on that one. I know it's going to be featured on the um, $5 Friday. I think they're all just about ready to go because these were our October October soaps, and I lined them up so that they were ready each week in October so that we can feature new soaps each week on the $5 Friday. So two sales we always have um, are any two Tuesdays. Now, any two Tuesdays, any of the soaps, $5 $5 Fridays is the five feature soaps that are $5. And then um, also our gift cards. Let me tell you, definitely want to do not shop for others. You want to let people shop for themselves. And also just the gift cards. You want to offer, um, you want to do want to do gift card shopping. I'm going to tell you, it's going to be awesome and absolutely amazing when, some, when you give because they get a virtual gift card so it literally pops up on their phone and it gives them the, the, the card number they can go and shop they can go and choose what they want to try they could choose you know um, to get two you, in fact you, the gift cards range in $10, $25, $50 and $100 gift cards right? and anybody shopping with a gift card we know automatically to wrap that as a nice gift so if you want to no you want to give them a gift card and here's a ticker throughout the holiday season when you purchase a $25 gift card you get a free $10 gift card so for each $25 um, that you spend on gift cards you're going to get 10 I'm gonna in fact I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna up that if you get a $50 gift card, you're going to get two $10 gift cards. I got I to gotta figure out how to do it. You got to use the code FREE10. FREE10, okay? F-R-E-E-10. When you purchase, add your add both the gift card, add, add the 25 and the 10 Now, keep in mind when you're on the site, all of the discounts are applied at the checkout, okay? So, while you're shopping, you're going to see the regular price in your car. As long as you're adding to your car, it's at the regular price. Go and view your car, and then you'll see the disc where the discounts have been applied. I'm gonna go ahead and add. I'm gonna see if I can upgrade that um, the free ten, and and because if you get a fifty dollar one, I think we should give you two ten dollars one. If you get a hundred, I think we should give you four ten dollar gift cards. I think we should just load you up with gift cards. I think we should do that. My team is like, okay, maybe we should. No, I think we should. Because otherwise, you're going to do what? You're going to add two $25 gift cards. You're gonna, still going to get $210. So, and that, but that's, that's how it's set up right now. But I'm, I'm going to figure out how to do it in case you want to get a $50. You should get $20. You should get two $10 gift cards. All right? So, for each $25 you spend, we're going to give you a $10 gift card. All right? So, um, and definitely think about the gift cards during the season. If somebody's having a birthday, anniversary... Let them know you're thinking about them. Don't forget Sweetest Day. Sweetest Day. We're trying to help Sweetest Day become a national thing. It's something they celebrate in the North and the Midwest. Uh, Sweetest Day, you know, you're just saying thank you. Gratitude. Someone you love. Good back and forth. Um, Appreciation, you know. Uh, Hey, I like you or this, that, and the other. I don't know. It started, it has its history, uh, and it has what it is, like everything else. But Sweetest Day, we're so happy. First of all, we're so happy to be a merchant with tangible, tangible products um, that we now get to celebrate all of these great holidays 
with you, particularly, now keep in mind, Black Friday is every Friday. Black Friday is every Friday. If you love a business, a local business, a friend's business, a black business, a a woman-owned business, if you love a business, keep them in the black, help them get in the black every Friday. Don't just wait for once a year. Help put them in the black every Friday. And here's the thing, on Black Friday, you should be posting something you purchased from a business that looks like you. If you're a woman, you should be posting something you purchased from a woman-owned business. If you're black, you should be posting something you purchased from a black-owned business. Because guess what? Everybody else is doing it every day. Every other day. Right? So, Black Friday, what business did you put? How, how are you helping a business stay in the black? Post that on Fridays. Help us stay in the black by coming and shopping with us on uh, on five dollar friday all right all right uh two minutes to tell you listen it's been great these are my first thoughts of the morning this is how i process my day this is how i get out of bed i have while sitting here talking to you i don't threw back these covers i'm getting ready. I'm excited to go in here and choose a soap and uh and take myself a run a wonderful hot shower and get dressed and go and get started in the day i've got to work on the site all day i just i just said i was going to give y'all a new deal i got to go um, post that and uh, and just a lot. I've got a lot. And then uh, I'll be making soap all weekend long. I've been working on the working on the studio, um, and uh, I just sent some things off to to print. I'm gonna put some soap on the wall. I'm actually gonna put some soap on the wall. Print it. Some some as you know, soap is is an art. It's an art. It's a tradition of art. So I I printed some posters of some of the best, some of the wonderful soap bars that I've done. And I'm going to be putting those up and around and decorating. Still trying to get the soap room really nice um, for for broadcasting because we broadcast on Tuesday, let you know. And then I have to broadcast tomorrow to let you know what soaps I'm going to do. So um, I want to I want to make sure we have that ready for you as well. I hope you are as excited as I am about not having to be on guard all the time, not having to deal with toxicity. You know, and that's why if nobody's trying to rush back into the life we had before because it was toxic, all right? And that's why we're going to get out of this bed because we're no longer toxic. We're no longer on guard. We are living our best lives, and that's our rest lives, the rest of our lives, y'all. Do me one more favor, but make sure to have yourselves a great day. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.